Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Leader. The fallout from the increasingly toxic Owen Paterson row continues. Senior Tories are warning that Boris Johnson has been weakened after a humiliating U-turn on blocking the Conservative MP's suspension from Parliament. It comes after Education Secretary Nadim Zahawi admitted on BBC Breakfast that the government should have kept separate the Owen Paterson case and the broader issue of changing the MP's disciplinary system to bring in an appeal mechanism. All I can say is, I'm sorry, we made that mistake, but it was right to move quickly. And actually, it's much more human. And I would prefer a leader that's able to reflect and actually come back and say that we've made a mistake than one that simply just ploughs on ahead. Patterson, a former Northern Ireland and Environment Secretary, has now resigned, meaning the PM faces the prospects of fighting a by-election in North Shropshire against a particularly difficult political backdrop. Nicholas Cecil is the Evening Standard's political editor. So, Nicholas, take us back. How did this all start? Owen Patterson, who's a former cabinet minister, he was investigated by the Parliamentary Commissioner for Standards, uh, Catherine Stone, and she found that he had repeatedly lobbied ministers and officials for two companies. One was a medical firm, Randox, and the second, the meat processor, Lynn's Country Food, which paid him more than £100,000 per year. This was found to be a, a breach of the rules. And the Standards Committee had suggested that he should be suspended from the Commons for 30 days. Now, the way these suspensions happen at Westminster is that, that the final say goes to the, the, the MPs themselves at the full chamber. So there'd be a vote in, in, in the chamber, and, and these are normally always passed. On this occasion, an amendment was put down, which would have blocked his suspension and also set up a process for an appeal system so he would have been able to appeal. Now, the government has admitted now, this morning we had the education secretary admitting that this was a mistake to conflate the two issues. So you had one, the Owen Patterson case, and separately you had the issue of whether there should be an appeal system for MPs if they feel they've have had a, a, a fair investigation. So on Wednesday, the, the government told the MPs to vote for this amendment. And then there was a furious backlash after it was passed. And basically, it meant the suspension of Owen Patterson had been blocked. 
So there's this furious backlash in the newspapers uh, from constituents. Many Tory backbenchers were very, very angry. And then 24 hours later, the government has done a spectacular U-turn and admitted it's got it wrong. And so now it's going back to the drawing board. It will seek to proceed with a appeal system, but this time with cross-party support. But for Owen Paterson, what it means is that now he would face suspension. Very tragically, his wife committed suicide and members across the House have a huge amount of sympathy for him. Do we know the reasons behind the U-turn? The the U-turn was because of the level of the backlash in in newspapers, contacts from constituents for emailing their MPs. And and when MPs can get these emails, they pay attention. And one issue which really cuts through to the the public and to voters is sleaze. They do not like sleaze. And so MPs would be very, very concerned, especially those with seats where they have small uh, majorities. If you're uh, a Tory MP in a former Labour Red Wall seat with a small majority, um, these kind of issues can can be the difference between clinging to, onto your seat or not. The, the other development which we've had is Mr. Paston has now resigned as an MP. Um, he says the world of politics is very cruel. And so he, he, he formally uh, resigned today. Was this inevitable after the backlash? No, no, it was not inevitable. It was his decision. If he hadn't resigned, there would have been a vote again in the Commons. And he is it likely that he would have been suspended for 30 days. A, a, a lot of MPs have been suspended. Not a lot, but the, 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 these cases happen now and then. And people get suspended and then they carry on their careers. But I think he, he, he and his family, I think, but it just had had enough of the system and it was all too painful for them. So where does this leave Boris Johnson now? Well, what happened this afternoon is that some of the focus shifted onto the Prime Minister himself. So the, the Prime Minister had a holiday last month in near Marbella in southern Spain. And this was a luxury villa owned by Lord Goldsmith, um, who, who, who's a, a family friend. So the Prime Minister has declared this in the minister's list of interests, but he hasn't declared this in the register of members' interests for the Commons. And the difference here is that if he declares it in the minister's list, he doesn't have to declare how much the holiday was worth. And he's now come under pressure to actually declare it in the MP's register. Downing Street was insisting this morning that he didn't have to do that, uh, and and that, that that basically he he followed the rules correctly by declaring in the ministerial list, but both Labour and the Liberal Democrats are now calling for the Parliamentary Commissioner for Standards to launch an inquiry into this, into whether he should have declared this Marbella holiday in the MPs' register of interests. Senior Tories have been saying that Boris Johnson's authority has been damaged after this, haven't they? Yes, the, the, the number of senior Tories um, were, were saying that his authority had been damaged by, by this sleet storm. We, we had Sir, Sir David Liddington, who is a former Commons leader, very respected amongst many Tory MPs. He, he's saying basically, if you if you ask your troops to march for the lobby on something that they don't like doing, and then you do a U-turn 24 hours later, then you could find it more difficult next time you have to do something similar. 
he, he doesn't believe that this damage to Mr. Johnson's authority is necessarily serious or permanent, but he's saying that the government really needs to focus on policy issues like levelling up, and then it can recover. Lord Barwell, who was Theresa May's chief of staff, he, he says what, what's happened is it is a terrible was a terrible mistake, and that it will have significantly dented the prime minister's reputation amongst Conservative MPs. He says many of them are, are, are livid at being whipped to vote for something which they that many of them thought was wrong, and that they received a huge amount of flack from their constituents for it. And then suddenly, then to have a U-turn 24 hours later, it is hugely damaging. He says Lord Hayward. Uh, another Tory peer, and he's a polling expert, so he really understands how these things cut through to the public. He says Mr Johnson and Commons leader Rees Mogg and the Chief Whip Mark Spencer have all uh, been damaged by these events. There have been some suggestions that the Chief Whip may, may be fired eventually over this. Again, he's saying, question is how, how long and how serious is this damage? He believes time is a healer and that provided that it doesn't have repeated of the, these incidents, then then the Tories can recover. But there is a, 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 a lot of um, anger on on the, the backbenches. One of one Tory MP told the Standard, uh, "We're furious about this. There should never be a next time." Another Tory MP that we've spoken to um, was um, was equally cross and expressing the really kind of very deep anger. He's, he was saying the buck has to stop the Prime Minister. Um, and describing it as rank incompetence, uh, what happened. What do we know so far about the North Shropshire by-election? Well, there was talk that there was going to be an anti-Sleaze unity candidate. That um, That's not going to happen now because Labour is saying that they're, they're not going to stand aside to, to, to let one person become an anti-Sleaze candidate like Martin Bell, the former BBC journalist famously did many years ago. So the, the Tories have got a very hefty majority there. So kind of, I, I think it's, it's very likely they'll hold on to it. Liberal Democrats claiming that they've got a chance of winning it. Obviously, they, they pulled off a surprise victory in Chesham and Amersham, which was, again, another Tory stronghold seat. Uh, but they're slightly different because Chesham and Amersham is, were, were, were voted more more pro-Remain, uh, um, and, and so it's more likely to swing to the Liberal Democrats than, than someone like North Shropshire. And that's it from The Leader. This podcast is back on Monday at 4pm with more news and interviews from the Evening Standards newsroom. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.